Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Listen, I feel like we've done this before a lot of times among Cowboys fans, but we are once again debating Dak Prescott's value ahead of a key and crucial offseason So tonight, we'll talk about the $60 million report hitting the news and that is being widely debated among fans. And I'll tell you why Cowboys Nation is asking the wrong question. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. What is up, everyone? And welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On The Man Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, do me a favor and hit the like button for me if you enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, on a Wednesday night. This time we are live. Sorry about last night. Sorry about tomorrow night. But tonight we are live, right? So this is a, our nice little pocket in the week in the week where we are actually uh, streaming live here, prime time. But hey, excited to be here. And you know what? Not that excited about going back to the Dak Prescott debate. But hey, it is necessary because there was a report out there that reignited the fan base. I haven't seen a fan base so passionate since before the wildcard game, honestly, but it's picked up some steam again. Why? Because the time is getting near for the Cowboys to want to extend Dak Prescott. This part is crucial to understand, man. There's some urgency to this conversation because we can sit here and be like, oh, the Cowboys have time to figure this out. But they want to do it before March 17th, according to several people that have reported on it, right? Uh, Ian Rappaport from NFL Network early on in the in the offseason said, hey, the Cowboys want to do this before free agency. There's a $5 million roster bonus that bests in March 17th that could complicate things for the Cowboys if they don't reach that contract extension before so they can play around with the cap numbers and everything like that. And all of that has led to a report from Jordan Schultz, NFL insider, who was live streaming for Bleacher Report and had this to say about Dak Prescott's contract hypothetical demands in the future or in the present, but we just don't know about them exactly. Let's take a listen to what has reignited the fan base and has caused a lot of controversy once again among Cowboys fans. Here we go. Dak Prescott really had the best season of his career. But you also have Dallas, who still has to pay CeeDee Lamb. They still have to pay Micah Parsons. And obviously, they're going to have to pay Dak Prescott. Now, I've been on the record. I believe Dak Prescott is going to command somewhere along the lines of $60 million per year, potentially making him the highest-paid quarterback in football and resetting his quarterback market. He played that well. And really, for most of the season, especially that back half of the year, Dak Prescott was the MVP favorite or in that conversation. 
and obviously finished inside the top five. So he really was there throughout, okay? And then you also have the fact that, again, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you push C.D. Lamb down this year, so you really have to pay him. You could wait to pay Micah Parsons because he's now extension eligible for the first time. This was his third season. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts. But I believe, considering how well Dak played for Dallas this year, considering the alternatives and the fact that Jerry Jones really wants to win now, doesn't want to have to start over a quarterback, and has a tremendous amount of respect for Dak Prescott. I believe that Dak Prescott is going to reset the quarterback market and get in the vicinity of $60 million this offseason. Keyword vicinity, right? Because I think, and this might sound stupid, but like if the number was $57 million per year, People wouldn't be this outraged at the report, right? But since the number that we're throwing around is like $60 million, because it's the one that Jordan Schultz is using, like that is taboo for a lot of people. Like that's, oh no, that's too much, right? So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it, it would $60 million per year for Dak Prescott, would it be too much, too little, or just right? Let me know in the chat. What do you think about that? Would $60 million per year for Dak be too much, too little, or just right? By the way, shout out to everyone who is on the Facebook chat and the YouTube chat. Appreciate you as always. We've got Gregory and Sean and Katharina. We've got Daniel and Dro. Shout out to Dro. We've got uh, Cynthia here. Shout out to Cynthia who is watching on Facebook. Clemente as well. He says, I say pay Dak and let's get this all-in thing going. And Cynthia, yes, ma'am, I'm going to be there tomorrow in Mexico City. I'm excited about it for sure. Uh, Camel says, too much. He's got to get us a ring first. Katharina says, just right. These stats prove that, Mo, says Katharina here in the chat. And I've seen all sorts of of takes on this. I actually took to Twitter, right? And I asked, okay, let's make an exercise. How much is he worth? And some of the responses were wild to me. Because I understand being like, he's too much because he's not worth it, right? But I also don't understand somebody telling me like, oh, the most I would pay is 57 million. It's like, really? Like, why? Like, elaborate. And usually the responses you get after that are not great. If I, if we're being real with this, Um We've got Dro, shout out. He says, my guy. Hey, shout out to Dro. Cam says, too much. Joe says, so you're telling me that Dak is worth more than Patrick Mahomes, who is making $52 million a year? Says Joe, let me open up the contract. Let me open up the contract uh, summary here from overthecap.com because I'm not only telling you that, Joe. I'm telling you that he would be at the very top of all quarterbacks in the NFL. Highest paid QV in the league is Joe Varro, $55 million per year. Now, keep in mind, there's a lot of metrics that matter even more than the average value per year. Because there are metrics like, you know, just the, the the, the cash in year one, right? What's the cash flow the first three years? What is the cash flow for the players and all that? $55 $55 million for Joe Voro per year, signed that deal last year in 2023. And now we're talking about potentially a $60 million deal for Dak Prescott. 
I'm going to admit it was a trick question. It was a little bit of a rhetorical question because because what I want to do today is really pick apart what this conversation should really be like because I think we're all trying to answer the wrong question. And I'll give you an example just now. Shout out to to Mr. Joe, by the way, who I had not seen in the, in the Facebook chat in a long time. I know we had some technical issues on Facebook, but I'm glad uh, Joe is still watching. I'm guessing he's still watching from Italy. And hey, shout out to him, man, because he's been watching primetime for a long time. But anyways, Joe says that, you know, because Patrick Mahomes makes this amount of money, then Dak shouldn't make that amount of money. That's basically the argument for Joe. The problem, though, the problem is that that is not really what we're talking about. And it's difficult to separate those two things. I understand it because I understand the logic that the best should be paid the best money. But I also kind of understand, man, that, hey, this is a market supply and demand kind of conversation. The question here is not who is better than who because he depends because he deserves the most money. The question here is, what do you prefer? Do you prefer re-signing Dak Prescott and keeping Dak Prescott, who gave you a second team, a second team all pro season, who finished second in MVP voting just last year, and who for the last few years has actually played at a very high level? Or do you want to go into that QB limbo area where teams are looking for a quarterback and trying to roll the dice consistently. And I'll give you the perfect example for the, uh, of this. Drow says, we have to pay Dak because I remember the Quincy Carter and Drew Henson years. That's right. Like, if you move on from Dak, you're probably talking about some of those years and maybe, just maybe, you hit the lottery. Now, I do have some bad news for you. If the argument for hitting the lottery and, you know, having the right QB, somebody that can win you the Super Bowl, like you got to have a pick that is that you can compare to Patrick Mahomes in 2017, who, by the way, was not like a, a first overall pick or anything like that. But even like if you find a Josh Allen, who is arguably the second best quarterback in the NFL, and you're paying the price of the lottery ticket, which is not a dollar like it might be at the grocery store or the gas station or whatever. This is, you know, paying the price of potentially going through the years of Quincy Carter and Drew Henson here. You're paying the price to find a Josh Allen. And then what? Because the, the argument is that he needs to win Super Bowls. And then who is Josh Allen, right? The only guy who has done it consistently over the last few years is Patrick Mahomes. And before that, it was Tom Brady, right? If that is the benchmark, if that is the hypothetical benchmark that we are working with here. So anyways, that is the question. It's not who is better than who. It's not does he deserve to be paid elite money because top of the market money is not the same as elite money. And the reason why you're asking yourself QB Limbo or Dak Prescott is because Dak can simply go to free agency. In 2025, it's as simple as that. There are basically, right? Let me let me read you some comments, man. Because I know 60 million per year sounds insane, but let me read you some numbers. 55 million for Joe Burrow sounded insane, even for somebody like Burrow, who is widely seen as a top quarterback in this league. 46 million for Kyler Murray sounded crazy too before him. 
Dedek Carr once signed top of the top of the market money at $37.5 million. Jimmy G back in 2018 became the highest paid quarterback at $27 million per year. That was 2018. And we thought it was an insane figure to be talking about. And then fast forward a handful of years, and you're talking about more than double that amount of money, right? Rising QB contracts should surprise absolutely nobody who has been paying attention in the NFL. And here's the thing. Here's, here's, this part is important, guys. I want you to put attention here. It's not exactly that they're just getting greedy. It's not that QBs just want more money and more money because they want to one-up whoever came last. It's not even that. You tell me if these numbers are a coincidence, right? There are reports out there saying that the salary cap in 2024 is going to be sitting at $243 million. Last year, it was $224.8 million. In other words, the salary cap is expected to increase at least 8%. And there are some rumors that it might be even higher than that. But we still are waiting for official word on this from the league. But an 8%, 8% uh, salary cap rise from last year. If Prescott does get $60 million, and we don't know if that's really what he's looking for, because Schultz did say in the vicinity of $16 million, but if he does get 60, that would represent a 9.1% salary cap increase. Remember, we're not talking about who's better than the other here. We're talking about the question, do you want to keep Dak? Yes or no? And if the answer is yes then a 9% increase goes hand-in-hand hand with the salary cap. And you know what else it goes hand-in-hand hand with? QB market rates. Because Joe Voro and the top of the market at a quarterback in 2023 rose 9-point-something percent to the top market in 2022. So these are nothing but market rates. This is what Prescott can ask for because he knows and he understands that if the Cowboys don't want to give him that money, he can just wait it out, get to 2025. And some people might not believe this, but there are going to be teams getting in a line to throw crazy deals at him. And that's not because Dak is like this football god that the world has never seen. It is because there are teams out there playing the lottery game that we just talked about for teams that have no franchise quarterback dreaming of a chance at having somebody like Dak Prescott come along, right? Now, that's part of the reason why we're like, hey, if you do want to sign him, you got to pay market rate or else he's going to leave because he's going to leave because he has a no tax clause, has a no trade clause, and the Cowboys have virtually no leverage in this conversation. That's why it was so funny to me when the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance and people were like, oh, this is going to be leverage for the Cowboys. Who, QB3 is going to be leverage for, for, for Dallas in this negotiation? No, because that can go to market in 2025. That is the leverage. That is really, really the leverage. So the one question that does matter here, the one question that we should be asking is if they want to keep betting on Dak Prescott. Now, if somebody raises his hand today on the chat and says, no, I wouldn't, I would play the freaking lottery, I would wing it, screw it, right? You got you to gotta risk it, you know, you, you got to risk it. 
hey, you know what? Maybe you're right. Hell, I will say that's a valid heel to die on. I might not agree with, with it, but it's a valid heel to die on. However, that's what you're talking about. You're not talking about, oh, that's a crazy number. If they pay him 50, then that's fine. No, you're not really talking about that. You're talking about whether or not you prefer to stick with Dak or play quarterback lottery. We're sure you can be the Chiefs and find Patrick Mahomes, or you can be basically every other team and find somebody who doesn't quite check that box, which is not a quality franchise quarterback because that's not the benchmark some of these people want to, you know, try to measure Dak against is can he win the Super Bowl? And if that is like the whole conversation, then hell, like, why don't you want to bring Russell Wilson? He's won it before, right? It's it's a weird conversation that I think it's difficult to separate. And that's why I'm trying to talk about it in that lens. We need to separate the whole, oh, he doesn't deserve this money because it's lit money. Because that's not how the market works. Somebody said to me on Twitter, that's not how it works. Like he shouldn't just receive more money because because the market rules and all that. And I'm like, what do you mean that's not how it works when it is when it literally is? You know, we've seen it for years now. And it only makes sense. I know translating things to like layman terms is, is never exactly like a good idea or everyday terms, not layman terms, but everyday terms. But if you have a job stacking bricks and they pay you X amount of dollars, stacking bricks at a company when you know other companies are hiring somebody with your same skill set at x plus five amount of dollars you're gonna test the market you're gonna go looking for another job and the way that the that your current company could keep you is paying that x plus five amount of dollars right it's really not harder than that it's just a much more extreme environment where we let our emotions get the best of us anyways let me read some of your comments here because i know i go on a rant sorry sorry about that man but i've i've thought about this all day long because and and even since last night because i was arguing with people on twitter and hey man like hey i mean we we had to talk about this uh but let's see let's see some of your comments here because i know there are gonna be a lot of them uh toxic says mo if more fans actually understood the salary cap, they would realize how $60 million for a quarterback isn't that big of a deal. And Toxic, you're not wrong. And I'm going to give you an example, too, about this. Somebody told me that, I don't remember exactly what the, what the comment was, but it was something along the lines of, he cannot take 20-something percent of the cap. It's just not realistic. I think 25 was the number that he was using. Now, I don't know exactly uh, where he got that number for, because what, 225, wait, sorry, I'm just doing some quick math here. Oh yeah, it would be around 25, right? Under a 243 million salary cap, if somebody had a cap hit of $60 million, he would be taking up a quarter of the salary cap. But that being the argument entirely misses the mark because $60 million is going to be the Dak Prescott cap hit if you don't extend him. But if you do extend him, that number is going down. And 
That is how you should set up this contract. You know how Justin Herbert, who is making $52 million per year, how much he's going to take up in 2024 in the salary cap? Under $20 million. And it's the second year of that deal. Like he signed that last year. Obviously, it's an extension, right? Tacked on, on top of another deal. But you see what I'm saying here. Cap hit is totally different. And people don't seem to understand that part of the extension is lowering that cap hit. It's part of the benefit. So that makes it also a little bit funny to me. Uh, Dro says the Jones aren't willing to pay the cap tax and really go all in. They always pay it. I mean, play it safe, says Dro knows. And they do uh, play it safe more than the more, more than uh, like a, a, a cap tax, right? Like I would say, I would say the cash is spending is the one that is really, really revealing about how this team is run. Because not that long ago, the Cowboys were among the lowest spending teams in the NFL. A cruel accounting. Nerds like me do it every day. This is toxic. Trent says the Cowboys will never win or even make it to the Super Bowl. I've been wishing they trade Dak the last few years. So, you know. There will be all sorts of opinions about Dak Prescott, as always. But all I'm saying, man, all I'm saying is if the benchmark is winning the Super Bowl, who you're picking if it's not Patrick Mahomes, right? And why is it that players like Matthew Stafford make the Super Bowl and win it after years of not winning a playoff game, right? Why did Jimmy G made the Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers only to be about to be released by the Las Vegas Raiders while Brock Purdy is playing with that team and making the Super Bowl. Why did Jalen Hurts have such an outlier year in 2023, in 2022, excuse me, when he had this super team around him? It must have been a coincidence. Something weird must have happened. Or maybe he just played in a great freaking team, right? Why did Peyton Manning not win the Super Bowl when he was rewriting NFL history, but do win it? When he sucked. You know what I'm saying here? <laughs> it's it's wild how we think of the quarterback position. But anyways, Roderick says, folks don't understand the market. That's the problem, says Roderick. And hey, man, I'm with you right there. Andy, though, says, Dak sucks. It's the playoffs. That's what matters. He's been in the league almost 10 years. Time to move on. Which, hey, if you want to move on from Dak, at least I do understand that. Like, I totally understand that point of view. But again, we're separating the, the questions here. I, I do like it when, when we're just talking about, is he the guy and do I prefer QB limbo? Or he deserves money, just not it, that amount of money, right? That's what I'm talking about. Because $60 million does sound crazy, but it would be exactly in line with how much it increased last year. Who else? Who else do we have here? You see that it says the Jones love to get into the casual fans' feelings. And man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I know. But hey, I will say this. It's going to happen sooner rather than later if it does happen. I still think the, I still think the extension is going to get done. I'm going to keep it real with you. I believe it is going to get done because every reporter has made it seem like it is getting done. We had Ian Rappaport early in the offseason tell us that that is still the expectation. We have Jordan Schultz 
giving us numbers that make sense when you compare them to last year's QB market. You have the Cowboys expressing that they still like Dak Prescott. And you have the facts. You have the facts that this Cowboys team paid Dak big-time money after he suffered a brutal ankle injury in 2020, and they still paid him. The Cowboys are going to move on with Dak, in my opinion. But what is interesting to me is that it might happen before free agency. And I know it's difficult to buy into the all-in story that they're trying to pitch us. I'm not buying that. I know. I Hey, I got to see it to believe it. That's just me right now. But we do know that ideally, if you are going to go down that route, you better extend Dak now. Like, you better not play around with it. You got to do it now before the first wave of free agency because we don't want all that cap space and stuff for May. We, we don't want that for the draft class. We want that for now, right? And also, the salary cap isn't real story is true for the most part. Like the argument behind it is true. It definitely is real, but it can be played around with. Extending Dak Prescott is part of that. So in a big way, man, pay Dak Prescott and let's just move on, man. Uh, I'm good with that. Now, if they don't extend Dak Prescott, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to disagree objectively with the decision. But I will say we'll make for some chaotic content throughout all of 2024. So that might be fun. What might not be fun, <laughs> what might not be fun is 2025 and, and beyond, right? Toxic says, Mo, really nerdy question. Man, I'll take your warning and I'll say, man, I'll say this. If I don't know, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a flyer on it and I'm going to take it as homework for next week, Toxic. He says, what is the percentage of the cap increases greater? What is the percentage of cap increases greater than cap hits being moved down the line? Teams, see, teams seem to see the ROI return on investment on kicking the cap hits down doesn't exceed the cap raises. That's a good, that's a very good question. That's something we would need to look into, Toxic. Because yeah, the salary cap keeps rising and it keeps rising and it keeps rising. So it would be interesting to, to come up with a line chart to really visualize that. I'm, I'm trying to think, man, you, you got to be thinking. I'm trying to think how we could go about that. Maybe I'll open up a spreadsheet and play around with it uh, early next week. Not this weekend because I'm gonna be on a trip. You, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have me open up a spreadsheet like that, toxic, on what should be a fun trip. I'm gonna watch the UFC in Mexico. By the way, I'm gonna be watching Yair Pantera Rodriguez, and I'm gonna be watching uh, Brandon Moreno and all that. It's gonna be fun. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you tomorrow night. We've got a pre-recorded show for you. And then I'll see you back live on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you so much. Hit the like button for me. And I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.